Hello, I'm Dr. Stephanie Phillips, joined by Dr. Michelle Seawright, and we are Georgia Medicine Women. We're direct primary care doctors, and we welcome you to our podcast, where we share stories that will inspire and motivate you in your journey towards health and wellness. Hey, welcome back to the Georgia Medicine Women podcast. This is Dr. C. Wright. I'm Dr. Phillips. And we're excited to bring another episode to you today. Thank you so much. Yeah, for I'm so excited about this episode. We're talking about something I talk about all day long. So we're going to talk do about a fair GL- myself. Yeah, I mean, we're getting tons of questions about these GLP-1 uh, medications. So they are the brand new meds that are, well, brand new. I mean, they've been out since 2018, but lots of talk, lots of jabber on social media, lots of talk between people about what they are, how they work. And we're going to give you the down low on the medicines. And we know a lot about them. We prescribe them. We um, prescribe them for different things. So we are the people to ask. But first, before we get to that, we are going to do our medical mountain speak. I'm going to try to throw out, um, I tried to trip up Dr. C. Wright last week, but I didn't realize that her husband's like a complete redneck. So <laughs> no offense. It's a, it's a compliment. He um, doesn't take offense. Yeah. Uh, so the one for today, Medical Mountain Speak, is eight up. I'm going to use it in the same sentence. Eight up. So A-T-E space U-P. My body's my. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm using a sentence. She is ate up with cancer. Ate up. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that a, a little bit too. It, it just means it's it's all over. Uh, in in the sense right of everywhere. A, yeah, it's everywhere. Like you know, a rash. I, um, I'm just ate up with that rash. It's all over the body. Yeah, ate up with a rash. Ate up with a cancer. It's, it's spread everywhere. That's what ate up means. So good job, Dr. C. Right, I'm proud of you. I'm beginning to think I'm never going to be able to trick you. I'm going to have to. I need some people to send us some because we're running out. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, (laughs) we probably have about fifteen or twenty left, but I still I need some more. So send us your medical mountain speak. Um. So let's talk about GLP one. So you want to go over the mechanism of action, Dr. C. Right? How do they work? So first, let's let's what is what is GLP one? What is what is that? Um, yeah, it's a good question. It's like yeah, what letters with a one by it. It's yeah. a hormone. So GLP like stands for glucagon-like peptide one, and that's just the I guess the name of like you said the hormone that they that that they synthesized. We'll say. But GLP-1, or they didn't synthesize it, 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 they named that hormone that, like the scientist who was studying it named that. Um, but it's a hormone produced in the intestines when we eat, and its primary role is to regulate blood sugar levels. Um, it stimulates the release of insulin and helps our bodies utilize sugar um, that we, or glucose that we get from food. And... Um, it reduces the production of glucagon, which is a hormone that's re- that also helps increase uh, blood sugar levels. Yeah. So it works on the gut. 
to um, decrease your appetite. And the research was found that people who are obese, which is defined as a BMI of 27 with comorbidities or a BMI of 30 with no comorbidities, um, those type of people have very low levels of this hormone. And so when we give them the hormone via injection, all of a sudden they have decreased appetite and they don't want to eat as much. So they feel full faster and they um, lose weight. So it's a, they lose weight, their blood sugars improve, diabetics um, feel better. So it's been, it's been a great um, drug and it's, it's really kind of a, almost like a miracle drug. I hate to say that because, you know, you were like, oh, I don't want to be um, waving the flag of miracles, but it really is an, an incredible drug. Um, and so what are some of the names of the medicines out there that are in the class of GLP-1s? So nobody doesn't know what, what that is. Right. Right. So GLP-1 medications are um, the main ones that we use for um, um, diabetes and weight loss are Terzepatide or Manjaro. And then we also have Wegovy and Ozempic. Wegovy and Ozempic are the same drug. So what the drug companies did is they saw how great all the diabetics were doing. Ozempic was the first one to come out. It was a weekly injection. Uh, it came out in 2018. Um, it was a drug that was marketed for diabetes. It was FDA approved for diabetes. And it was amazing in how it helped diabetics lose weight. Um, so they were seeing 20% of body weight loss with these drugs. So it was incredible. So they actually, the insurance, the, the pharmaceutical companies were like, hey, you know, let's see how much semaglutide we can give someone to get them to lose the maximum amount of weight. And so they did that and they remarketed Ozempic as Wegovy and they got FDA approval for Wegovy. So Wegovy is semaglutide, is Ozempic, is semaglutide. So they're all the same. Um, but the doses are different with Wegovy and the FDA approval is for obesity on Wegovy. So then you have terzepatide, which is Benjaro, and it it is um, a medicine that works on two different receptors. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Two one. different ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it works a little bit better, and it has around 23-24% weight loss with Benjaro. So um, that is a medicine that is only FDA approved right now for diabetes, but we are using it off-label for um, obesity in a lot of patients. A lot of patients take it who do not have diabetes. So... That's kind of the gist. Those are the three main ones. There's also one that's called Sexenda that is very popular. It's a daily injection versus once a week. And that medicine has about 8% weight loss. So it does not work as well as the other ones, but it still works. And people are using that as well. So, well, going back to um, what you said earlier about patients don't feel hungry any, uh, you know, as, as much with these. I, I actually had a patient this week come in and say, well, she's she's on the med on. I think she's on Wigovi and she told me that it decreases what she calls food noise, where she's like perseverating on this, you know, on a type of food or she she can't get food off of her brain like like um after she eats breakfast she's thinking about lunch or supper what's for supper and she said 
I wonder if, like, because she hasn't had that with the medicine now. And she says, I wonder if that's what skinny people are like. Like they don't, they don't, like their life isn't food. Um, and I thought that was an interesting way to put that, that it decreases the food noise. Yeah, I love the term food noise. It seems to have been coined. It must have been, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what it is. You know, one time I I went into my car and started crying one time when I went to, I actually went to Outback Steakhouse. This is probably like five or six years ago. So I went to Outback Steakhouse and I I ate a steak and a um, lobster tail and some cheese fries and sweet tea. So like super high carb, mm-hmm. high calorie meal. And I got to my car and I was so full, but I was hungry. Like it made no sense. It was almost like I, I had hunger. I was hungry after eating all that food. And, and I was just like, there is something wrong with my body. If I literally cannot eat that amount of food and feel full. That I and I felt full, like my stomach felt full, but it was like my brain was telling me to eat more. What kind of sense does that make? And I think that's None. what food noise is. And it yeah. just really is something that unless you are obese, unless you are overweight, you just do not understand. And I don't think people who aren't obese believe people who are obese that like this is happening. You know, this is really hard on us. And it's so hard. And and like I love that your patient said that about. Like, it must be like what this is like being like a skinny person. Cause I say that all the time. I'm like, I, when I was trying, when I've tried to lose weight over the years, cause I actually have a BMI right now of 45. I'm very overweight and I deal with obesity day in and day out in my personal life. And when you have a life like mine where you have just been really, really overweight, I've been overweight since I was probably 24, 25. I look at skinny people and I'm like, okay, what are they doing? And I'm out to eat with my friend who is skinny and she's dipping her salad in the salad dressing instead of smothering the salad with the salad dressing. And I'm like, I get fixated on that for no reason. Mm. I'm all like, oh my God, I have to dip my salad into this. I can't put the salad dressing on there. And so then every time that I put the salad dressing on the salad, I feel bad about myself. Like I'm a failure. You know what I mean? So it's just so stupid. You know, the things that people go through trying to lose weight, it's just, it's just negative talk. It's constantly in our minds and that's what food noise is. And that this medicine really gets rid of a lot of that. So it's incredible in that respect. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not on a GLP one. I want to be eventually. Um, But it's, it's it's something I do plan on starting eventually, but not really in a, in a time where I can start one um, due to back order. So right now there's back order. The only one my insurance covers is Wegovy uh, for weight loss. So there's no way to get Wegovy right now. So let's move right. on into the next kind of topic we were talking mm-hmm. about is whether or not we should be using these drugs the way that we are. What do you think, Dr. C. Right? How do you feel about that? There's a lot of ideas and opinions about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the FDA approval is for diabetes management. There's, you know, he, all the evidence and all the research has been on um, on diabetes to begin with. And then, of course, Wagovi came out um, be, for, for weight loss. Um, so uh, I have a heart for patients who struggle with their weight. Um, myself, I've struggled in the past. My sister, my whole, you know, my family um, has has struggled with their weight. 
Um, and so I, I'm honestly on board for it to be treated for GLP ones to be used to be treated for weight as well as diabetes. Uh, I just think that, you know, like you said, there's back orders and I think that there just needs to be uh, a process to make more of it so that everybody can benefit. I mean, because when, when you're treating a person who has, who's obese, they're at high risk of cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, diabetes. And if we can prevent that, I think that, 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 that is huge. You know, there's so many complications that go along with, uh, have someone having diabetes, um, you know, uh, eye disease, um, and, um, you know, numbness and tingling in your hands and feet and things like that, that, you know, if I can prevent that from, for a patient, as well as all the other things, um, it, it would, I, I think it would mean a lot to the patient as well as to me, you know, making me feel like I'm making a difference in their, in their healthcare. Yeah. And I, I just want to go on record and say, I 100% agree with you. Um, I prescribe these medicines all day long for patients who do not have diabetes. And I feel very strongly that patients who do not have diabetes need to be on them. But I'm going to pay play devil's advocate with a, a conversation I had with a very good friend of mine. Um, he is a physician that lives in Peachtree City. And he uh, he's an older doctor. Um, so he just looked at me and he's like, how how you think that's not okay, Stephanie, it's not okay. I, I can't get this medicine at all for any of my diabetics. So he lives in a very high population area. Apparently Atlanta is one of the places where it's very hard to get these medications. And he, he said his diabetics cannot find Ozempic anywhere. They can't, they very rarely can get Manjaro. Um, you know, no one really can get Wegovy right now, but it's just, he just felt like it was totally unethical for us to be prescribing the medications for patients who do not have diabetes. And so I also have a diabetic patient who um, is having a lot of trouble getting any type of coverage for these medicines yeah. and he would benefit hugely. Like it's just, it's just such a, such a conundrum. I don't think it's unethical for us to prescribe them. I don't, I don't think, think so it's either. right for us. I don't think it's right for us to hold them back from people with obesity because of a shortage. Um, and it really does start to show the disparity in our society. This is a perfect example. GLP ones are, are showing us, you know, where are the, <laughs> Who can afford it and who can't? Well, the people who can afford these medicines are the people who have commercial insurance, you know, and yeah. it's just commercial insurance is something we're trying to move away from, you know, so it's just and then they then the commercial insurance. Oh, they're 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 losing money. So they're starting to cut back coverage for it. Right. Um, and it it really is kind of like makes me think, you know, what? Why? Well, number one, why are they so expensive? Apparently, they are really, really expensive to make. So putting the um, medication into a uh, liquid form is very expensive, the process of doing that. But there is hope on the horizon. There is a peel form that is supposed to be just as effective as the injection. That is on the horizon and coming out soon. So hopefully, we see the pills come out and the costs go down. And, this may, and it will be more accessible for everyone, low-income people and um, people who have insurance and can can get the medicine, but I've got some patients that are paying twelve hundred 
$1,300 out of pocket a month for oh, Manjaro. Wow. Yeah, it's happening a lot. So it just goes to show you what you spend your money on. Right. <laughs> like, you know, over the years, how much money I've, I think about how much money I've spent on all the weight loss programs I've done. And it's a lot of money that I've sunk into trying to get my weight off. Um, so people are w- definitely willing to pull out their wallets for GLP-1 medications because they do work. Right. But um, I do see what people are saying about diabetics. So I do feel bad for diabetics who cannot get the medication. And I, I want it to be available to everyone. Um, right. I'm trying to get on Wegovy, but my insurance approved it, but that's I can't find it anywhere. So can't start it. Yeah, because you're you gotta start with the lower dose first and then work your way up. I'm having patients trouble some patients getting so they're on a little bit higher dose, like 0.5, but they can't get the one. So I've I've increased a lady to 1.7 because they have 1.7. And, or a pharmacy around here has 1.7 and then she had terrible side effects. Um, yeah, it accidentally happened for me. I had um, a patient who had been on 0.5 and we, I went to 1.7 and he was super sick. So you really mm -hmm. shouldn't do it. But we are, um, I have had a patient that I put on Sexenda and tapered them up over six weeks and then switched them from Sexenda 3 over to Wagovi 1.7 and they did okay. Oh, interesting. So that's one way around the, the back order. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if you've got somebody that their insurance will cover Sexenda and Wagovi, you can get them up to the 1.7. So. So what do you think? Do you think that um, GLP-1 medications are should be reserved for patients with diabetes right now because there is such a shortage or should we be giving them to everyone? You can send us an email with your thoughts, um, georgiamedicinewomen at gmail.com. You can also comment on our page um, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear what our listeners uh, feel about these medicines and um and how you view them and are you taking them? What's your experience? All that stuff. We want to hear from you. Um, also send us some ideas of um, topics you would like to hear about. Uh, we love hearing that from you and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Georgia medicine women, as well as Instagram. And please go to Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, like rate and review that helps Get us get the word out to other people about our podcast and um, we're really happy that you joined us today thank you for tuning in